Hello, everyone. Welcome to Killing the Business Worldwide. I appreciate you watching or listening to this episode wherever you may be. I am your host, Vic Muscat. With me on this, we're recording dates on a beautiful Wednesday here, is Mr. Marcus. How are you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. And we have someone else new joining the show. He, uh, his name is Eli. Eli, tell us about yourself. What's going on, people? I'm Eli. I'm from Winona, Minnesota. I'm repping Chicago today again, since they're into playing against Tor- Toronto. I've been in, been a wrestling fan ever since 97, so I'm pretty much an Attitude Era baby, and I'm happy to be on with you guys on a relaxing day off Wednesday. I appreciate you taking time on your day off to joining us today because Marcus wants to tell us all about his strong feelings of enjoyment of WrestleMania night two and the raw after WrestleMania, the best raw ever. You said something like that. Something Get the hell out of here. You said something about something ever of raw. I wasn't paying attention. So please enlighten us, Marcus. Night one, WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, I'll talk to Eli about this on Facebook. Night one literally was the, the perfect night. It was literally the perfect night. If night one was night two, I would have watched that just the entire weekend. Night two was good up until the last match. The last match is the biggest load of bullshit I think I've ever seen. <laughs> ever. Well, then wait, wait a second. Some people are saying that's big bullshit because Cody didn't win. No, it was how he didn't win. That was the biggest bold bullshit. So let's get this right. He hits Roman with two crossroads. Solo comes in the corner. He gives him the Samoan spike. Roman just no-sells the damn crossroads like it never happened. Hits a spear, and that's the end of the match. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like Clash at the castle all over again against Drew? Because you got to remember for that main event, Sola was ejected and then somehow still able to sneak back or even stayed at ringside until that ending. It's not even that. It's just like, so he ends up with two crossroads and he just no sells both of them and just goes for a spear. Yeah, you know, like, just no sold. I mean, at, after the small spike, they could have done like roses out and Roman just falls on top of them. Because I would have took that. Oh, I would I would have been fine with that too. Yeah. I would have took that wholeheartedly. The fact that he hit him with a Samoa spike and we had enough time for Roman to just no sell two crossroads and hit a spear. When I saw that, I'm like, okay, you know what? This is the most dumpster fire ass ending I think I've ever seen. And any WrestleMania, I've seen every single WrestleMania. Even the ones that I wasn't born for, I went back on the old WWE Network and saw every single WrestleMania. A lot of people bullshit the ending to WrestleMania uh, 16. A lot of people bullshit the ending to WrestleMania 9. A lot of people bullshit the uh, Triple H-Booker T ending where Triple H took like 45 years to pin Booker T and he stayed down for it. This one literally took the cake on every single ending I've ever seen to a WrestleMania ending, ever. 
He's Roman Reigns. He's the longest reign. I don't give a damn if it's old school Hulk Hogan that can never be beat. I don't care if it's Super Cena that can never be beat. Let's get this right. We've all waited years for the ending of this bloodline story. And they're saying, oh, well, no, we're just rounding one into the third ending of it, of the whole damn thing. Get the hell out of here. This was a WrestleMania where it's like, this should have been the finale of the bloodline storyline. Literally. It's three years in the making. Not even Triple H was this damn dominant. Stop it. Please stop it. Yeah, I mean, I said more early on the show that, you know, the way it ended, I, I understand sometimes you want to keep the match exciting. So you see a finisher and they kick out like two and a half. I understand that. I see that. But that was just not one finisher. That was back-to-back finishers. And the time that he took the spike and Rome speared him was, what, 15 seconds? At least. So you're saying that he took two finishers and then was just able to, like, just speech. get up like he was Rhoda Cody does, takes two finishers, and he's done. And that's why, like, that's why, honestly, why I wanted to do this episode. I know we wanted to do it last week, but it's like, I know you have personal things. I needed, like, a week to calm down from that. Just a little bit. Just to be rational. You know, because I told Vic, like, if we did the week, the episode last week, it would have been an hour, hour-long hour rant of just, like... Uh, I'm done. Uh, I swear to God, I'm done. I've been done with the WWE for a while. Ever, like, since, ever since Sami Zayn in Elimination Chamber, I was like, mm. all right, you let Sami Zayn have his moment. You let him win the championship Montreal, and the Friday after Raw, you have him lose it during the rematch. But you give him his moment. He deserved his moment. And like, and, nope, we can't give him that. And that's why I said, you know, I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for WrestleMania night one. He took the final pinfall that night. He still technically, if you look at it, he still has a WrestleMania main event win. No matter what you say. I'm that's more true. mad about night two. That's all I care about. I don't really care about nothing else except the ending of night two. I had an issue with night one, though. Because they Royal Rumble promoted up and down. The winner of the Royal Rumble gets the main event, will be in the main event at WrestleMania. They always for years. Now, you know, we had Rhea Ripley winning the Royal Rumble. And I get this Sami Zayn Kevin Owens bit was more Far better. Or better, but he still promoted the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a main event spot. It should have been Flair and Ripley. But then again, like if I think about it, I would say the fans wouldn't have been as interested in in that no. match as opposed to the Usos versus Sammy and KO. They would have, not half that crowd would have been out anyway. Like as soon as that match started, half the crowd would have been gone. Well, ha- well, they pretty much said fuck you to the fans with the, any of the Cody Reigns match. I mean, oh, well, Oh, we've been on that. They they greatly did that. They greatly did that one. I mean, imagine like, something that actually makes sense. Like someone can say, like, yeah, true, but you know, that made two like, if you think about it, we don't want a situation like what happened with Becky Charlotte and Becky Charlotte and Ronda. Mm-hmm. We don't want that situation to ever happen again. 
The runner had a shoulder up. I know, but then again, like when you think about it, after like seven hours, this is the probably one of the biggest main event matches in WWE history. And a lot of people were tired, so they really weren't like into the match. Nah, I was like that with 32. <laughs> like by the time it got to the Stephanie promo or the intro for uh, Triple H Roman, my buddies and I were ready to fucking crash like right there. Oh, yeah. Now, I thought 35 was better than 32. Everybody do. Like, 35 actually... 35 did... I'm going to like this. 35 did what I wish 39 did. I'm going to call it for right now. Every single story in WrestleMania 35 was wrapped up perfectly there. And yeah. 39 is like, well, let's keep this shit going. And then Going into the Raw, after WrestleMania, it's like we're all anticipating new people. We're all anticipating returning people. It's pretty much just like the most shawl shit episode of Monday Night Raw possible with the dumbest ending to Monday Night Raw I've legit ever seen. 33 minutes with the wrestling in a three-hour show. Yep. And after that, it's like, well, Brock Lesnar turns heel, and he's mad because he had the first match of a WrestleMania. He probably oh. wanted the first match anyway. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, storyline. Let's go storyline first. He's mad because he had to fight Omos in the first match at WrestleMania. And then, knowing he can't challenge Roman for the title anymore, he beats up the guy who could take the title off of Roman. And then he takes the title off him. Um, Vince, I'm gonna say this one time, one time only. Actually, no, I've said this many times. You fucked up. Let's go there. Sure, let's go there. Let's just royally go there. Roman Reigns is the most protective champion I have ever seen. Because that's- I will go so far to say, I, I will agree to you on that. I will go so far to say this he might be the most protected champion in this century so far. I, it's, it's, it's open and it's not like okay we got no I know it's behind the curtains they do it but no no it's like I saw that with Seth Rollins in the Royal Rumble match with the championship match Rollins won by his qualification shouldn't he get a rematch somewhere it's and with Cody after that it was a good match to the end shouldn't there have been a rematch with Cody well, that's why Cody wanted the rematch on Monday, but they wanted that tag match instead, and now we're getting Cody and Brock Lesnar at Backlash. Which literally makes no damn sense at all when you think about it. It's like, why are we doing Cody and Brock? Why? Someone someone explain me in, in, in Matt Hardy's broken world, why the hell are we doing Cody and Brock Lesnar? For what logistical reason? It's just another obstacle for Cody. I would not be surprised if they put Cody over Brock. If that was the case, then it's like, this is, I, I will agree with um, what Sean, Ra- Sean Ross Sapp said. He said right now, the fact that WWE doesn't have their main champion every single week 
is why more fans are going to AEW. Don't get me wrong. MJF, he doesn't wrestle a lot in AEW. But he's there every single week. We we see the belt at least once or twice. We see the belt once, I would say, even every week, every one or two weeks. Yeah. And in, in some form, like they build a story to his title defenses. Like right now, they have the whole uh, four pillar storyline going, which Literally, if you think about it, it's been years in the making of just this oh, yeah. one match. And, like, Roman is like, well, I'll just show up at, 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 at Mania. I'll, I'll, I'll show up probably at Money in, Money in the Bank, probably. I don't know. I'll show up at SummerSlam, probably. I hate it. Was the, it I was hate... the same way when Lesnar was um, a Universal Champion. He was showing up, what, every two, three months? Roman's yeah, but just again... taking the same route. Yeah, but then again, at least with Lesnar showing up every like two or three months, that was just one one title for one brand. We saw the WWE title every single week. That's true. Yeah. And right now, it's like when Gunther and Austin Theory are getting more headway than the than the world heavyweight champion of a company. You you need to do something. Something different, something, anything. I don't care. Get the belts off of Roman. Stop protecting him so damn much. Stop it. Please stop it. Because you're you're devaluing the both those titles. Let's get this right. The universal yeah. title has already has pretty much been cursed anyway. Yeah. Now you're really cursing it. understand that WWE doesn't have final say anymore. It's Endeavor. Yeah, but like I'm like I know Endeavor. I know that they they know that they're gonna leave the creative team together. That's fine. I'll take that. But right now, I in good conscience right now watch WWE just for the hell of it. Just because there's nothing on TV. I'd rather watch repeat somewhere. Like, literally, I know the NBA season is coming to a close. I know the NHL season is coming to a close. I know spring football is coming. One of the seasons is coming to a close, and the other one is starting starting up again. Right now, it's just like, I'd rather watch every single jackass movie, every single Harry Potter movie. <laughs> In succession, than raw, than watch a WWE show anymore. And yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Totally get that. Totally get that. All this doesn't bother me that much because Marcus was to say would back me up on this. I call the WWE's bullshit. So when I Vince, you know, came back. And he strong arm his way right away when he strong his, his way back in. I was just like, he's going back to creative. Oh, yeah. Like, we all saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, so to me, it's just like, yeah, I mean, everyone saw that coming. I mean, it's just, and people are shocked about it. Well, you know. Oh, give me one second. Right. And as soon as like Vince got in the power in power again, it's like 
okay. We we also what happened on the Raw after Mania, like he rewrote everything that night, and we saw how much shit it was. It's like last week, last Raws when they said travel issues, they had to write rewrite fifty percent of the. I gave the benefit of the doubt, saying it's possible. I kind of look at that as bullshit. No offense. This is me. I remember the last time they had travel issues. In the span of eight hours, Triple H got a good majority of his NXT roster people over to that SmackDown. That was one of the funnest SmackDowns I've ever seen. So now, all of a sudden, travel issues happen. I don't want to hear any, any excuses. I don't. The most the number one issue I had about last week's Raw was the women tag times changing hands the way they did. The record book says we Becky Lynch are the champions. If uh, one of them can't compete, Becky Lynch should defend it by herself. Or forfeited the titles. Well, it's, it's not even that. Well, it? once in a while, you, you want to say like someone takes the place of that injured person. Okay, once in a while, it's cute. But recent, not too long ago, they had Sami Zayn take over Jimmy Uso's, you know, disappearance. And that's fine. The Freebird slash New Day rule, like that's fine, and but everything. The thing is, though, there was it was it was the group had a name. Okay, Sami Zayn took over, borderline defended tag titles. Okay, I can agree with that. But Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch didn't have a group name. Yeah, but like, I, I won't even get into that because even that was stupid. And it's like, sure, that just turned Trish heel, even though she's the one who got pinned. Yeah, it's like, how can you really say, yeah, we have new tag team champions when the champion technically did not get pinned? And and then you turn Trish heel. And I swear to you right now, if I hear her say anything about, well, I was the champion and all of a sudden I lost and you didn't help me. If I hear that, I'm going to like, I'm going to pull out what's left of my hair and I already don't have much. Well, I already did. But, yeah. I'm going to go with WWE. Oh, you know damn well, Becky's going to pull that next week. And like, my thing with that is like, how lazy of a writing can you get now? They have 75 different writers. What are you talking about, lazy? Like, that, that was lazy. That was lazy as hell. This is why the, the, the commission didn't give WWE to go ahead and gamble on their matches, because they're saying you have 75 writers. How can you guarantee us that nothing's going to leak and we lose money? And they're not. they're like, well, yeah. and that's and that's why the people are enjoying AEW more than they're enjoying WWE. Their storylines mean something to them. Every single major storyline they have right now means something to the fans. You're right, and I don't. Yeah. I know you could, you could give me strange looks for this one. I do not care. I fully believe this. The Wilmington. Um, Wembley Stadium event for AEW. Oh, for all in. If they sell 81,000 seats, don't have to be a sellout, but 81,000. 
seats is over. Should be better than WrestleMania. I don't like it. Well, it was a two-day event. They hit 80,000 both nights. It doesn't matter. A one-night event, they hit 81,000, they did better than WrestleMania. Period. I'm not even going to look at you different. I'm going to 100% agree. I'm going to legit 100% agree. And I'll go so far to add on to this. You know what the marquee match should be at, 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 at All In? The marquee match at All In should be the reformed elite, which is Hangman, uh, Kenny Omega, and the Bucks versus the Blackpool Combat Club. That should be the main event match. Uh, if the rumors I hear are true and AEW jumps on this because I've been hearing a lot of sources saying that Drew McIntyre is not happy with WWE. Uh, I figured they're going to bring this up. If they sign him and bring him over to the Wembley Stadium event, that's going to be put him in a main event against the MJF, and let's have him win the title. Uh, I wouldn't blame them. Do it. No. I would not. Let's get this right. Drew McIntyre has only wanted one thing. One tiny thing that we all know he should have been had by now. The one thing he's wanted. I just want to win the WWE title in front of fans. I never had the chance to do it. I want to. Just one time. What's stopping them from saying, okay, Drew, that's fine. We'll, we can do that. Even if you lose it, like the next pay-per-view, we can do that. We I all... I don't know. Honestly, if, uh, <sighs> Roman, if Roman wasn't on his kick right now about not showing up every single week, I would have had Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns for the title at Money in the Bank. It's in UK. Drew can win the title. Hell, give me Cody Rhodes as Money in the Bank winner. Turn him heel that night by cashing in on Drew. Cody versus Drew at SummerSlam. Boom, done. And then they're talking about, oh, the one person who can, who can take Roman down is Gunther. And I'm like, what? Why? I'm not mad at Gunther. I never will be mad at Gunther. But it's like, this Gunther I like. I'm starting to like more. Still, I still prefer Walter just because right, Walter, yeah. Walter's presence, is, it, it commanded that you like him. Whether he was a heel, whether he was face, no matter what you do. But Gunther versus Roman Reigns does not make sense. No. And I've, I've, I'll, I'll say this until hell, until we get hit by a damn asteroid somewhere in, in the future. The one person that needs to end this entire storyline should be Jey Uso right now. Right now. Let him do it. Just let him. If you let him do it, and then I'll go so far to say, here, here's my prediction. Let Jay Uso win money in the bank. 
Okay. Let him ca- let him cash in on Roman. His brother gets upset because he betrayed the bloodline. Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso at SummerSlam for the WWE title. It's never been done. That would be interesting. Yeah. Where you had a set of twins fighting each other for a world title. It's never been done. Also, you have Jimmy win the money in the bank. That's going to get more eyes on SmackDown or possibly Raw because if they, when, is he going to cash it in? When is he going to cash it in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with the draft coming right now, that's really not making the Bloodline storyline even make any more sense. That's why I said. They should have ended it with Roman losing the title to Cody. Oh, the draft is Vince's baby. We all know that. Oh, we, I mean, I know, but then again, it's like now the storyline really isn't going to make, make much sense because it's like we all knew the Usos go back and forth and back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. Now it's like, well, are the Usos going to Raw or are the Usos going to SmackDown? Anyway, it goes, they can't go to the other show anymore because they don't have the damn titles. Yes. True. Yeah. Like at this point in time, WWE, uh, Vic, I said this on the very first show, and I know you remember it, the very first show, like two and a half, three years ago. That Hangman Page is the greatest wrestler in AEW. He's gonna beat. Get, get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, I said. I said. I, I know you remember the very first episode. I said at this present point in time. The WWE does not know what they're doing with their roster. They don't. And they never have. No, but like right now, they really don't. They push themselves into a corner that they cannot possibly back out of. You see, if you say something like that, you're going to get people saying like, oh, you're an AEW mark. Uh, no, you're not AEW because I am. A, I like AEW because they can show interest on independent wrestling in general. And that's why I give Tony Khan 100% credit. Look at this right. Shibata is their peer champion. Think about that. Shibata. Probably the coolest damn wrestler I think I've probably ever seen. He's like the opposite of Orange Cassidy. Where Orange Cassidy doesn't take wrestling too seriously. Shibata really takes wrestling very seriously. He's he's a champion in an American company. And he wants one match. Shibata versus Daniel Bryan. I'll tell you this much right now. Shibata versus Daniel Bryan, if it was a 30-minute match, I'll sit there with popcorn like a little kid, like a little kid, and like, mommy, can I see that again, please? Yeah. Please. Can you just put it on repeat for me, please? I I want to see that at Double or Nothing. I want to see that at Forbidden Door 2. I'm hearing Zack Sabre Jr. against Daniel Bryan at Forbidden Door 2. Because we didn't get it last year. Is what, people, what people say about Tony Khan, yeah, he's a, he's a nerd. He's a little kid. Oh, is he, is he coked up? Possibly. I mean, there's some stories I've heard that Vince McMahon liked the nose canning back in the days. But he does give the fans what they want. 
And this is one thing I can legit say about Tony Khan. And I don't think anybody could ever hate on him for this. Tony Khan actually might be the very first wrestling company owner slash booker who understands the fundamentals of what it means to be a wrestling fan because he is one. Exactly. Like, look at all the storylines we've had in the past, especially with, you know, just Tony Khan being at the helm. Moxley versus Jericho, where he kind of betrayed Jericho, like, oh my God, I got one eye. No, I don't. I can, my fan can see. I'm just, just fine. Uh, Hangman versus uh, Kenny Omega, where the Bucks came out and finally gave Hangman Adam Page the seal of approval, like, go in, please. I was there for that. That was my first AEW uh, pay per view. The, that was, uh, yeah. The, uh, I was like, the stadium stampede match for the first time. Just, all these things that we don't expect a booker to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this to advance the storyline. No, Tony Khan has legit came out and said, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to end If It makes sense to end the storyline right now. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Speaking of Bell not understanding WWE, Harper brought this hmm. to my attention. What do you thought about Hell in the Cell when they stopped the match because of blood for a couple of minutes? I it was a head wound. I will, I will say, I'll, I'll say this for myself. I actually will give them a small bit of credit for doing that. Because if you saw like the wound that Balor had, that was not going to close. No. They, they needed to staple that close. But if he's really that hurt, end the match. Yeah, but it's like, he wasn't that hurt, but even I had to wince a little bit just the way Edge drew that ladder. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they're like, well, well, thankfully, the blood on his head was, like, masked because of the paint, so thankfully... But, like, if you saw the picture of afterwards, of how actually how long that, oh. that, 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 that cut was, I did. I'm, I'm actually thankful they did that just for, just for a minute. Just 14 staples, wipe the blood off a little bit, make sure it doesn't bleed, doesn't bleed. Okay, we're good. Put some petroleum jelly on it to kind of make sure it won't bleed into the line. Yeah. All right, keep going, go. All right, friend, you're going to climb the cell to a little platform and do a coup de gras. I thought that was perfect. I was trying to figure out where the hell he was climbing at first. I'm like, no, because like part of me was thinking, I know Finn Balor, when he has the whole demon paint, his little nuts. If he climbs to the top of the cell and just drops straight down, I'm done. I'm done. And then he went to a little platform, like, it was kind of anticlimactic, but the fact he jumped from that platform over as high over as he the, did. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. But what are you talking about? Because I had to take like, care of my daughter. What you oh, oh uh, the cell spy with the uh, Ballard to the platform doing a coup de gras and then crashing through the table. I thought you were talking about the Bray Wyatt dive in Royal Rumble. That new video footage shows that he oh, missed God. LA Knight like by feet. 
Oh, no, no, no. We're, I'm not going to. Whatever Bray's going through, I hope Bray's okay. Because it, it has to be something substantial for Bray to go through to just not be there. But at, like I said, at this present point in time, I don't see. I have a WrestleMania put a video on YouTube, and they're. And the, the name of that video was Why the WWE is Doomed Again. Right now, I agree with everything he said on there. They have potential. They do. But in terms of storyline, their storylines lack every damn thing. In terms of certain characters and certain things, they lack every damn thing. The fact that their biggest star is also their biggest downfall, they should see that right now. We've had a man who has been world champion for three straight WrestleManias. He's never lost. What the hell is the point of watching WrestleMania? Because it's WrestleMania. Like, uh, it's also it's also that suspense of oh my god is he gonna lose oh my god Roman's gonna be down for three we haven't seen him get pinned in what four years yeah but like let, let me let me give you a clear cut example so you're a WrestleMania sixteen right yeah I was eleven but yeah. I remember the like, fatal four-way. Yeah. Nobody expected what happened to happen. At all. A McMahon in every single corner. No one expected Vince to betray The Rock. To help Triple H become or stay WWE champion. It was the first time. And it's still to this day is the very first time we've ever had a heel champion regain his title at WrestleMania. We can't go into a wrestle. We can't go into every single damn WrestleMania where it's like, well, guess what? Uh, Roman has like a 50-50 chance of, of, of winning. Roman has a 50-50 chance of winning. Roman has a 50-50 chance of winning. He's got to lose eventually. Like, damn. This should have been the WrestleMania he lost. But yet it's to be continued. And it's like, all the question marks are still out there. It's like, well, like what Vic said, why not give Seth a rematch? Seth versus Roman? This Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. I'll watch. I'll even go so far to say, hell, he has a he has a victory over him. I know it's gonna be a probably like a little, little squash match. Give Xavier Woods a fucking chance at, at Roman Reigns. Why not? He he outside of Seth, Xavier Woods is the only other person who's beat Roman in three years. Yeah. I would just it, it, it he won't last probably that long in a match, but just say, hey, this is a reward for Xavier Woods just for doing everything he's done. 
you know who they can reward this to? And I can, I know the odds of this are long, but I can see this happening because it's all over the place about Logan Paul was promised a WWE championship during this contract he just signed. What if he's the one who beats Reigns? Roman's already beat him. There's no point. But still, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, it makes it sound stupid. It doesn't make sense. But with Vince McMahon's logic, how far reach is that? The only WWE championship I can see Logan winning, it's the U.S. That, that, thank give, you. Give, give me Logan Paul versus freaking Austin Theory for the U.S. title. When I heard that, my response was, they're bringing back the 24-7 title? And then, uh, and I, I, I don't, I'm trying not to rant. I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm trying not to let go because I told Vic. I told Vic, I, after last, after WrestleMania, I was having a Stephen A. Smith moment where I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to rant for 30 minutes straight. He doesn't have to say anything. I'm just going to rant. At this present point in time, I, I can't watch WWE. I can't. Like the entire show, I can't watch the entire show anymore. The entire show, it, it's boring to me now. It's like you, you aren't pushing any new stars. And the new stars that you are trying to push, like we already know them. Give me something, please, anything. I don't care. AEW gave me fucking uh, El Hijo de uh, Vikingo. Yeah. In one match, just yeah. one. People, can we see his ass every single week, please? And yet he still damn near killed himself with that fucking uh, six thirty over the top, like through the that table spot. I thought he was going to knock himself out after his head hit the apron. Like right now, W. Where's WWE's direction? I know where their direction is. They're going to put Solo against his brothers. Yeah. That, that, that's pretty much where the direction goes. But then again, it's like, okay, Solo against his brothers, is Solo going to be the one to beat Roman? If that's the case, then it's like this WrestleMania would have been a perfect thing for the bloodline to betray Roman. Or he tries to give Cody the spike and accidentally hits Roman or something. Thank oh, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. I would have been perfectly fine with that. Like, but right now, it's like you, you're lacking direction. It's like, it's like if me and Vic were at a, a stoplight and his stoplight was red and my stoplight was red and it never changed green. And me and him were trying to figure out, like, well, there's the camera right there. Like, are, do one of us just go and take the ticket? Or do we, like, just back up and U-turn? Or, or like, what, what do we do? Like, I get that. Like, right now, I don't see how. AEW has got every single one of their storylines in point. Right now, every one of them. We have you know, Chris Statlander, she's coming back for Jay Cargill. That storyline makes sense. 
we have the eventual heel turn of Britt Baker against Jamie Hayter. We all know that's coming to make sense. We have probably the emergence for Adam Cole to be MJF, to be uh, AEW World Champion. That makes sense. But like until we get there, we have that little small detour with the four pillars. It still makes sense. Mm-hmm. Especially tonight's main event with uh, Buddy Matthews versus, or not main, might not be main event, versus Cassidy versus um, Buddy Matthews. Matthews. He even said, we just put up our titles against you. Why don't you put, it's time for you to put your titles against us. Thank you. Yeah, it's just yeah. So let's get this right. This wrestling fanboy, as people like to call Tony Khan, somehow everything he's done has he's had probably I want to say five misses for every like thirty hits. Literally. Orange Cassidy, Buddy Matthews makes sense. You got the uh, the, the 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 tag champions. They make sense. Ring of Honor. They make sense. The world title picture. It makes sense. The women's title picture. It makes sense. Come on now, stop. Like I I don't know what the hell WWE is doing, but like as Someone who enjoys wrestling, I, I can't watch it anymore. I can't. I look at it as if, if I smoke a couple of joints and watch wrestling, would it be real to me? And, and it makes sense. AEW, also AEW, it makes more sense to AEW. WWE, I'm just going, huh? And not only it ruins my wrestling, it ruins my high. But also AEW has a different energy to it. If you watch a SmackDown, and you listen to the crowd and feel the energy compared to a dynamite, it's completely different. And I don't know if you I don't know if you heard. Um this lets you know how different AEW feels to WWE. So there was a Hall of Famer, I don't know who. Uh, I'm just gonna pull it up for you right quick. Just try to pull the story up. Um he got fined a thousand dollars for smoking with Snoop at WrestleMania. I thought it was uh they said okay to marijuana in WWE. And I mean, after that, like, and then I found out who. Okay, so I found out who the Hall of Fame was. It was fucking Teddy Long. So let's get this right. You find Teddy Long a thousand dollars for smoking with Snoop. Let me say this right now: I don't smoke. Like me personally, I, I don't smoke. I don't drink, and that's just not me. I I kind of have like a small, straight edge style life. That's what makes but, you boring. But anyways, I don't smoke, but I drink on occasion. But yeah, I totally get it. If Given the chance to smoke with Snoop Dogg, oh, I would do it. Yeah. Also, it's behind uh, the scenes. No one would have known about it if it wasn't reported. And, I mean, hey, take off Snoop Dogg. Everyone would be like, "Fuck yeah!" He got fined for it. What the fuck? 
he got fined. He got fined a thousand dollars for smoking with Snoop. You're so petty. You'll find someone who really doesn't even. He has a legends contract, but he's really not even on TV. He sits at home and collects a and collects a paycheck from you guys just because he's a legend. And you find him a thousand dollars for smoking with Snoop. Of all people, Snoop. So look at this right. All the shit Ric Flair has done, WCW just said, fuck it, is he's Ric Flair. All the shit Triple H has done, Triple H has literally ruined someone's life. He broke someone's heart. He cheated on someone in the company. He pretty much said, fuck it, he's Triple H. Edge literally caused a man to lose his lose his livelihood and his push and then it cost him to lose his livelihood again. And you're like, fuck it. He's the biggest heel in the company. He's Edge. But Teddy Long, who has done absolutely nothing. Nope. He's not done nothing in years except talk about people fighting The Undertaker. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And he's like, well, fuck, we're gonna find him for smoking with Snoop. He's Snoop, damn it. If you knew, if you didn't know that Tate on that somebody wasn't in the company wasn't gonna smoke with Snoop, you should have never invited his ass to WrestleMania. Yeah, but look at everyone else that was probably in the back. They would have done the same thing. Hell, I would have loved to see a circle moment with Snoop, Matt Riddle, Rob Van Dam. And some mm, hell, even Teddy Long, and I would have watched it. I would have watched it if it was just Riddle and and Snoop. Oh God, that would be entertaining. <laughs> but it's like it's Teddy Long. I said, I can't, I I cannot watch this company right now. I, I can't because like you're trying too much to be mainstream. You're trying way too much to be mainstream. And it's like. I don't know a person on this damn planet who doesn't know WWE right now. What what are you being so mainstream about? About what? I'd rather watch AEW knowing for a fact that I'm like, you know what? The Booker cares about not only his his employees, Mm -hmm. but he cares about the fans too. This is a man who, out of his own pocket, reimburses all the wrestlers for hotel fees, for car fees, for travel fees. Yeah. And still pays them at this present point in time. Like, I don't know if you knew this. At this present point in time, he's still paying Santana, even though Santana's hurt. Still on the contract. Also, you heard about the whole, like, Rhea Ripley being harassed at the airport and shit like that. She didn't. Apparently, AEW... Pays for security to make sure fans don't bother their wrestlers in like hotels. They make sure they get flights where they won't be harassed as much by fans. That shows that they care. Meanwhile, the WWE is just like book whatever you can book, and of course, people go cheaply. They're trying too much. As they say, we're trying. We're we're a family show. You're fucking wrestling. Exactly. Where, where is the family show? I can name you four other organizations. They're like, well, we're a family show, but it's like, whatever the fuck happens, happens. Um, 
I know we've all seen. So wait, your family show, you're family oriented. So is the fucking NHL. <laughs> and here they are trying to try to make a good for Fox and hoping Fox renews their contract at the end of the year. Which last time I heard, Fox took a pretty good loss with SmackDown. And they're not interested in resigning. You know why they're not interested in resigning. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You know where they fucked up? When SmackDown stopped being SmackDown Live. I genuinely loved SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live? Anybody could have been WWE champion and I would watch it every single week. Gender fucking Mahal was WWE champion and I legit watched it Every single week. They had a nice little set. They had a, a good group of, I would say, A-minus to C-plus roster talent. But that A-minus to C-plus roster talent, they put their heart into that entire show. Oh, yeah. That's what it's about, just heart. Like OVW, any of you guys watch OVW on Fight Network? Yeah, every now and then I catch it. Mm. Yeah, but you can tell you can tell that you know some they botch up. They do a lot of botches. They're, sometimes they have audio problems. Sometimes they have video problems. But they've also said they are a school. Yes, there'll be issues because the students try and get noticed in AEW or WWE or picking up more gigs and stuff like that. So yes, yeah, someone screws up his audio. Are we not perfect as, as students? Before and, we hired, like we all screw up. And that's it was the same with NXT. Like and, black and yellow at full sale, because you had students uh getting uh, credit to even help out at the shows. And uh, I'm gonna piggyback off what he said, and Vic, I think I said this last episode. That's why I don't really I can't stand NXT level up. I can't. Because here you have a brand that at one point in time, even what culture wrestling, they said the NXT championship may go down as one of the six most important champion championships in the world. A minor brand, let's, let's think about that. A minor brand was named one of the six most important championships in the world of professional wrestling. If you guys were going to do NXT 2.0, that should have been level up. Yeah, because you're legit piggybacking off of roster talent that you have now, and you're saying pretty much fuck it. Quincy Elliott, I'm gonna give you two examples. Quincy Elliott, Quincy Elliott, everybody calls him the super diva. Who does Quincy Elliott remind you of? The Velveteen Dream. If you think about it, he reminds you of the Velveteen Dream. He's flamboyant as hell. He plays mind games as hell. He's just like an overweight Velveteen drink. Carmelo Hayes. Who does Carmelo Hayes remind you of right now? Carmelo Hayes right now reminds me of Montez Ford. Except he's not as good. Okay. 
So, where the hell is the 2.0 at? You're pretty much... Braun Breaker is NXT's Roman Reigns. He couldn't be B. You tried to push his ass to the sun and the moon and, and even Europa. And it's like, from the very first episode of NXT 2.0, you pushed Braun Breaker like hell. The very first match in NXT 2.0 history was a Braun Breaker match. But that's the thing between Braun and Roman now. Braun was able, I mean, hell, he was able to put over Carmelo at um, Stand and Deliver. He's willing to put, okay, Carmelo's really hot right now. Let's put the belt on him. Next week on NXT, oh, I'm going to turn heel. Fuck all the fans. That's Roman That's, right now. Yeah. But that was the perfect way in transitioning into that. It's like, watching, I don't want to say this because I know people have lost loved ones. Hell, I, I, had, I had coronavirus myself. Watching Roman is like watching Pandemic Roman all over again. Literally. Yeah. You can't beat them. There's nothing you can do to beat them. It's like, they won't let you beat them. It's like when you put your video, it's like when you put your favorite video game on fucking, was it, uh, on master mode. And you're like, well, I'm going to fucking go right through this. And then the first 20 minutes, you're getting killed every fucking 10 minutes. And you're like, what the hell did I just sign up for? Let me put this shit back on normal. Yep. Been there a few times. Yeah. I was said again, I, I can't watch WWE. I can't. I can't. I, I know that I know the, the the additive is is redundant right now, but I would live I can tell you this right now. I would rather watch Vic paint his house and be more entertained watching him do that than watch WWE right now. I'll paint the house. Like nothing there is making me making me happy. And then the Endeavor deal is even just like the Endeavor deal is a big F you to all the fans out here. You see the Endeavor deal, I just found this out the other day. You know, everyone WWE sides, like, oh Endeavor, UFC, yay. Dana White saying we can't wait to have you back. Yay. But a lot of UFC fighters and coaches are going. What the fuck? We're gonna be related to our same company as they think. You know, they feel insulted for the training and the punches they actually take. That they're gonna be connected with professional wrestling. And I found it ironic that one of their biggest stars just retired right after the deal with uh, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. I'm telling you this right now. If I see Jorge Masvidal in WWE ring, I'm done. I'm done. I think you're right, though, because if he retired, it'd be backlash from Colby or something. Nothing. Just- yeah, like there was one person who deserved to be in a wrestling ring, and he's been retired. But he, I would go so far as to say he was the catalyst for if a UFC fighter wanted to go to WWE, and that's Chael Sonnen. Yeah, he hasn't been talking about the deal. But right now, it's just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with WWE. I'm done. I'm done. 
When when the hell's the next rampage? When the hell's the next dynamite? When the hell's the next Ring of Honor show? I'm sorry. What was the question? Myself. I just said like in. <laughs> no, I said in terms of like WWE right now. I'm at that point right now where I'm like, yeah, I'm done. When's the next Rampage show? When's the next Dynamite show? When's the next Ring of Honor show? Let me look on the guide and see when the hell the next episode of Harry Potter comes on. Just like watch that movie. People look at you like you're an AEW mark, and look at me an AEW mark. I don't stay up at ten o'clock Fridays to watch Rampage. I hey. just don't. I'm tired at that time. I just. Hey. I would rather watch. I would rather watch AEW right now. You can call me a mark right damn now because I can tell you this much right now. They got two YouTube shows, and both of their YouTube shows are pretty much developed to the up-and-coming roster talent. You barely see, like, the main roster talent there, and if it is, it's just like, this is YouTube. We're going to show you guys who our main roster talent is, so if you want to come watch the regular show, you know who the hell it is. Yeah. Right now, sir. And yeah, I did have to use my Joe Swanson voice, sir, sir, sir. I thought that's what you were going to go with. Yeah, now, yeah. Honest, now, honestly, if it wasn't for my coworker being sick, I would have been in Milwaukee right now for tonight's show. <sighs> I said I don't feel no better, but I feel a little better. Let's go there. Marcus says breaking point. Yes, I am. <laughs> It's the first time I think I've ever been a WWE fan where I'm like, you know what? I'm that close. I know you've had I know you've had a moment. I know Vic has had a moment where you just saw someone who just irritated you so much. You're like, I'm that close to whooping this dude's ass. Just that close. I'm trying. That, that was me two weeks ago with a co-worker. Yeah. Been that. That, was, that was me after WrestleMania. And I was at, and no, legit. I was at work. Uh, obviously, I can't watch WrestleMania, but I can listen to it. And just me hearing what happened, I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. I'm pissed off for the day now. I'm done. I, I'm done. Uh, dude, I got WWE pissing me off. I got my kids pissing me off this episode. It's just fucking beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's all I can say. So next Wednesday night, we're gonna, I am going to have the open roundtable up and running again. I have six. Yes, I'm going to have it again. I'm having it again. I know last night was a disaster. I'm having it again. But um, I've simplified my controls now so I can just guarantee to boot people off. We're going to talk about the greatest of all time, single wrestling, women's wrestling, and tag team wrestling. Eli, if you are around, you are more than welcome. I don't know what your work schedule is like, but we record seven o'clock Eastern time. Six central. Six central. Okay. And, hey, and like any Wednesday episodes, if you're around, you definitely want to welcome because we just banter on and so all sorts of shit. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at my schedule now. Uh, Wednesday could possibly work. I'm also off this upcoming Monday and next week, Thursday. Okay. It's next week. I have two shows, Tuesday and Wednesday. Then I start building my May schedule. 
which yeah. hey, what's fuck if if you're like you know hey I want to talk about this on the show with Marcus and I know okay we'll put you on schedule oh hell yeah I mean, what did what that way back I mean, you heard my kids freaking out I mean that's how like that goes <laughs> but uh, guys I appreciate you coming on today thank you very much Marcus I hope you feel a little better I feel I feel a little better I won't feel better until they just end this damn storyline. Just, just end it, please. I mean, all this to me is just no shock. It's just like, yeah, this is WWE. It's like when you have surgery and like the doctor said, well, you had a successful surgery. You, you, you train and you train and you train and you train to get your, get your leg and your arm back in working motion. And the, the doctor says, whoops, oh, got to have another one. Which is a nice doctor, which is fine. I know, but, you know, there's some complications that'll happen and then, then this, then other. We don't feel like you know, the mobility is there. So what the hell have I been doing the past seven months then? It's like you have a reconstructive ACL and then you're about to come on and it's like, oh, wait a second. Your MCL is there. Or you just pull Shane McMahon thinking you're all ready to go and you do a <laughs> don't go there. Oh my don't God. Go there. Please don't go there. Uh, Snoop Dogg did do a nice recovery though. I will give him credit for that, that- Pun intended, that was on the fly. <laughs> but, you know, that was just, yeah. That was just night two, ladies and gentlemen, of WrestleMania in, in nutshell. Other and, than the championship match, which was a five-star event. And I've said it before, Shane McMahon has probably one of the prettiest back elbows. Like, Shane, you're up there in age. After that first jump, that should have been a back elbow. Stop trying to fucking be Rob Van Dam. You're not Rob Van Dam. Stop it. Please stop it. She's Shane Money. Oh, here we go. I'm back to where I was like I was 20 years ago. And that should have that's that's God saying you're done. That's it. Sit that's, not even, that's not even God saying you're done. That's just that's karma saying, uh, yeah, just stop that. Just, just, just don't do that. Just, just, sit, just down. Sit, sit down, Junior. Just sit down. Like, like hey, we, we gave you one jump. That next jump should have been the back elbow and like. Other than that, you should have just did some other wrestling moves and go about your lifestyle. You tried to be pretty. No, you're done. You, you, it's over with. No, no. That's no. a sit your ass down. And like, 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 please. Like, I don't wish an a- ACL tear on anybody. Yeah, you're done. You're, yeah. you're done. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Next Wednesday, the greatest of all time discussion. That should be a good one. I'm trying to get other people to join us as well. Yeah, because like the three that I gave Vic, I'm still on that. I, I it literally stumped him from that one. Yeah, but 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 thing is though, your choices though made sense. It was a valid, you know, argument you said you had, and you did your homework. And that's why I kind of wanted. I was kind of excited that you came with the roundtable talk. I'm like, yeah, because it's like the my three picks. I literally said, if you were to put those three picks and they retire, well, one of them, the tag teams is retired, but the other ones, if you were, they were to retire today, in this generation, they'd be the greatest of all time, literally. Yeah. And it's not even close. Okay. I can't believe you said Roman Reigns was the greatest of all time, Marcus. But anyways, let's talk about this next week. Girls, maybe leave this damn. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) 
Thank you for everyone for watching. Thank you for everyone for listening. This is Killing the Business Worldwide, and we are all out. Take care, guys. Later.